So tonight, I'm going to finish the message that I had last week just in talking about the perfect peace that comes from Jesus. Jesus is truly the perfect peace for our life. And what it does is perfect peace empowers you to live a worry-free life. We read last week a, a passage of scripture out of Philippians chapter 4 and starting with verse 6, and I want to read it again. He said, be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, he said, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God that passes your understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. The peace of God that passes your understanding, he said that peace would guard your heart and your mind. You know, a lot of things in our mind, a lot of things that come to us on a daily basis, try to get us stirred up, get us emotional, you know, get us fretting, get us, getting us to be anxious and worried about things. When Jesus said, be anxious for nothing, be worried about nothing. You know, in the natural, you, you look at that and you say, you know, can, can I be anxious for nothing? Can I be in a place in my life where I'm never worried? Well, he said we can. And, and yet, we're not trying to do it in our own abilities. We, we have the ability to do it in him. Because if you notice in this passage and any other passage that talks about something that we can do, it's always in Christ Jesus. It's always in the power of God or the ability of God. Never in my own ability. But, but what happens is his ability makes my ability and my, you know, uh, my actions to be so much more effective and accomplishing so much more in life than I would attempt to accomplish if I'm just doing it on my own. He's got the answer concerning everything in life all the time. And he's always with us. If you're saved, if you're born again and Jesus lives inside of you, you've always got the answer. I don't care what the situation is, you always have the answer. And your mind and your head, as this passage said, your mind and your head are always going to have thoughts and ideas that go contrary to God. But if you'll always go back to his word and you'll always go back to allowing that peace to rule over your heart and mind, you don't have to give in to all these thoughts and, these, and, and all that's out there in the form of anxiety and worry and fretfulness. We don't have to give in to it because he said we don't have to. So I want to read um, Philippians 4, verse 8 and 9 in a different translation. Uh, it's in the Amplified translation. And I want you to notice here. Here to me is the key in life to acquiring that peace that he's talking about because you know every time I mean for years when I would read this passage I'd think you know be anxious for nothing you know how in the world you know but sometimes I think in our minds we think that means that you you've got to live a life where there's no anxiety I mean there's anxiety everywhere I mean every turn you make there is anxiety and God wants us to live free from that, from that pressure that anxiety and worry and fretfulness produces, he wants us to live free. So he gives us the plan in how to do it. And I really love the Amplified. The Amplified is what it is. It's Amplified, you know, and there's more to it than just normal uh, translation like in a New King James or, or another translation. So it's a lot longer. So just follow with me uh, in this passage. In verse 8, he said, for the rest, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is worthy of reverence and is honorable 
and seemly, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely and lovable, whatever is kind and winsome and gracious, if there's any virtue and excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think on, the, think on and weigh and take account of these things. Fix your mind on these things. In other words, meditate on these things. Spend time being, being, having a grateful and a thankful heart, thanking God for how good that He is and all that He's done, instead of fixating on things that, that want to cause you to worry and be anxious. You know, somebody may say, you may get a phone call from somebody and they may say something to you and you hang up from the phone call and before you got on the phone, you were fine. Now you're anxious and worried. You have to, in that moment, begin to say, you know what, God's word says this. And God said for me to be thankful and to thank him, Lord, I just thank you. Even though this person gave me a bad report, I just thank you that you are only full of good reports. And I just worship you and I thank you for your goodness and your mercy in my life right now. And, and what you're doing is you're kind of cleaning and clearing your mind of what just contaminated your mind. Because worry and anxiety just contaminates. It wears you down and it'll wear you out. But he said, if you'll fixate and fix your mind on these things, on the things that are good, instead of all the negative things, then verse 9 says this. He said, practice what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me. That's the Apostle Paul who wrote this. He's saying that. He said, what well, you've seen in me. In other words, the Apostle Paul's not just telling him to do something that he's not doing. He's doing it himself. He's practicing this himself. He's put this to work in himself. And he said, he said, the things you've seen in me, model your way, your way of living on those things. And the God of peace, of untroubled, undisturbed well-being will be with you. So, you know, it's twofold why we have to learn to live this way. The Apostle Paul here was telling us to live. He was telling us to model and live, or he was telling the disciples of that day to model and live what they're seeing in him. The peace that you're seeing in me, the way you're seeing me be positive and meditate on these good things, then model your life after that, you know, and, and what you're seeing in me. Paul wasn't saying that he was the answer. He was saying he took the advice that he was giving them, that he's giving us in Scripture, he applied it to his life, and that peace of God was ruling over his life. There's something about that perfect peace that only comes from God that causes you to live a worry-free life. It almost sounds too good, but I'm telling you it's doable on a day-to-day -day basis, but you have to practice. That passage right there said to practice. Verse 9 said, practice what you've seen. You want to be demonstrating and emulating, you know, an attitude of peace in your life so other people can look and say, you know, okay, what's the difference about you? Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you about the great God that I serve that has, that has helped me to produce this peace and live in this peaceful state even when all hell can be breaking loose around me. I can live in that perfect peace because Jesus paid for that. You know, there's another passage that I want to look at that actually we touched on it a little bit, but I want to read it in a different, in this same translation also. And it's found in, uh, in John chapter 14. And I, I want to read it in the New King James first, and then I want to read it in, um, in the Amplified. Uh, in the New King James, he said, in 
John 14 and verse 1. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, well, believe also in me. And in verse 27 he says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I'm going to read that again. Peace I leave with you. My peace, I give it to you. Now, there's a lot of different translations of peace, but this peace translated in the Bible talks about something that covers everything. Uh, One translation, this isn't the only one, but one translation for this, this word is that there's nothing missing or nothing removed or broken. In other words, in other words, the peace of God will cover every issue that you have in life. Every element of worry and fretfulness and anxiety that, that you could arise in life, the peace of God has already taken care of that. Jesus paid for that peace. Isaiah 53 says that he, our peace was on him. Well, The peace that he paid for for us, he said he's giving it to us. So it's a peace that has been tested and tried and proven. So when we turn to him for that peace in any situation, it's already been there. I don't know how, but that's what the Bible's saying here. These scriptures are telling us the peace has already covered anything that you're going to face in life. You know, he said... He said here, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give it to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid again. He said what he said in the first verse. Let not your heart be troubled. You know what? He, he's, he's, it's actually a command. You know what he's telling us to do? He's commanding us to take his peace and to choose to not let your heart be troubled about any situation in life that you face. I don't care what it is. You say, yeah, but you know, mine's worse than everybody else's. Yeah, but the peace of God has already taken care of it. And you can be confident of that, and God wants you to be confident of that. Now I want to read that just the 27th verse of John 14. I want to read that in the Amplified. He said, peace I leave with you, My own peace I give and bequeath to you. Not as the world gives do I give it to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. And in parentheses, he kind of defines what he just said. Stop allowing yourselves to be agitated, to be disturbed, and do not permit yourselves to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled don't allow yourself to be that way right he said he said the peace i'm talking about is not as the world gives because the peace that the world gives is always conditional and and i want you to just think about this this thought i'm going to leave you with this thought tonight in it at the end of my message right here The world's peace is always conditional 
and it's almost like it's unattainable. Because when there's conditions to there being peace, it's like nothing ever measures up. There's, nothing is ever enough. It's like you can't attain that peace. You're always trying to go after it. You know, if I could just have a vacation and be at peace. God wants you to be at peace in the midst of a storm. So when you take a vacation, man, you're not looking for peace. You're, you're operating in it and you go to another level of it because you can relax and enjoy yourself. I know a lot of people can't enjoy themselves on, on vacations. All they're doing is dreading having to go back to work. That's no good. That's not real peace. Peace from the world's conditional. Peace from God is unconditional and it's attainable. It's doable. And I'm telling you tonight, you can have it. Actually, I'm praying that over you right now. I'm going to speak over you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, this peace that passes all of their understanding, I'm believing it's guarding their heart and their mind as they choose to accept the peace and not give in to all the elements and the issues in life. I believe that and I stand in faith with them tonight in the name of Jesus. Listen, I hope that word was good for you. You know, I realize we haven't been in service for a long time and uh, so excited that we're going to be able to meet again and be together again. Um, but if this is your first time or you live somewhere else and, and you're listening and you, you want to contact us, you, wanna, you want uh, us to pray for you, just go to our website and, and you can 